0: Folks, please keep your hands and arms inside the train.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the Emperor's groove.
2: Not right now. You're getting your wishes, so sit down. Hot dog.
3: Hot dog. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Disney Philhar Podcast, where three Disney obsessed former cast members relive the magic and learn facts they should already know. I'm Laura, and I'm here with Allison and Andrew. Hey, guys.
2: Hey, guys. Hey, Laura. Hey. Hey, Andrew. How's it going?
1: It's going good. I just don't like that you think that I don't remember all these facts. I know everything there is to know about everything. And for you to think that I don't, it's a little over the line, Laura.
2: I don't. I think you know everything.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Andrew. I know we're good. you know
2: everything. You know all the facts that we're about to tell you here?
1: Pshh. <laughs> please let me let me see <laughs> let me open up volume one what are what are we working with today girls
2: well what today we, we are going to be talking about the big three the holy trinity of disney resort hotels which are the monorail hotels
1: i think that's... <laughs> yeah whoa wow. holiday
2: was close
1: i know it's cl- a couple mumbles in the middle
2: <laughs> wait ready Por favor, manténganse al de las puertas. Cool. Well, the Spanish is correct. I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> the likeness haven't... to the actual announcer? Not so much. <laughs> <That's a> much- <laughs> well, before we get to uh, our super interesting topic today, let's do the news. <laughs> <laughs> Slow news week, guys. Very slow. I only found one piece of news that I thought was newsworthy. Uh, A couple rumors popped up right before we came on today. Um, Maybe don't... I don't think I'm really going to mention them. Maybe we can... So that one fact is that Walt Disney World announced that they're going to be adding bus service from the parks to Disney Springs. Which is very exciting for us because how many times have we been late at night trying to get to downtown Disney and taking like hours long of buses trying to trying to skip our way there of lily pads but yes is almost trying impossible. to
3: find trying to find the hotel that trying to remember the hotel back before google trying to remember the hotel that's closest to disney springs to get there which for is, a shorter trip
1: i would which think is, port orleans right i think it Maritoga is port
3: orleans. springs
1: i always wondered why port orleans never had a boat there
3: boat but they do. they do
2: i know it's very slow. But you
3: do yes, know. Yes,
1: I remember. I do know. I Come feel on, like you guys. didn't I know, know that. <laughs> Come on. Please, I'm glad that you guys are up on your facts, because that was test number one. Pass. Good job.
3: Try yeah, that's where you. you take the boat behind the tree houses. Remember you see the tree houses? Yes. And, and it's I, speed, all that good stuff. It's
1: the speed of about one man kicking his feet off the back, right?
3: It's so
2: He's Trying slow. to propel it forward. Pretty much. <laughs> This is the literal slow boat to China. <laughs> so
3: that's all. That's all the news, guys. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. So, that makes things much more convenient.
2: Yeah, I didn't think anything else was newsworthy. Fair Something enough. came out today about maybe uh, Vanellope from Wreck-It-Ralph replacing Goofy in the parade, but that was oh. a rumor. I don't know. Mm. I don't know why she replaced Goofy. Well, is this affiliated with Goofy's Candy
3: Company? Would she be now the? Although that's a lot to change, but sometimes they have like a.
2: Well, I've never She's seen anyone. She's not
1: big enough though to I think to be that person. Goofy's
2: awesome. Well, maybe they're just trying to push Wreck-It Ralph for something coming in the future. Yeah, which is exciting. Well, this. Yeah. Well, they just announced the sequel, and we heard rumors about it maybe coming to Tomorrowland.
0: That
1: so
2: is it's a true. Yeah, it is true as far as rumors are true. Yes. <laughs> So, Laura, you wanna kick it off? We got some resort mon got some monorail resorts to talk about. Yes, today.
3: lots of information. It is pretty crazy how much well, going into this, I know Disney puts a lot of detail and effort into everything that they do, you know, but coming across all of the immense amount of information regarding these resorts was pretty incredible. You know, there's a lot, uh a lot of fun facts and rumors regarding the contemporary Polynesian and Floridian so I'm excited to get started so we're gonna I'm kick it off too
1: tell me more
3: Woo! I'm will, so ready <laughs> I know
1: everything but I'd like to relearn it
3: well that's right well you can just sit back knowing you know everything maybe you'll be surprised and you'll learn something you did not know maybe you could teach us a few things
1: one can hope I do have some fun facts today I'm gonna gonna pepper those in whenever I see fit
3: all right So, in 1969, Disney announced that they were going to build five theme resorts on Walt Disney World property, and they were going to be built around the Seven Seas Lagoon, and they would be the Contemporary, the Polynesian, and three more resort hotels, which were the Persian, the Asian, and the Venetian.
2: Whoa.
0: Whoa. Whoa.
2: (laughs) Yes. I've actually only heard of, of the Asian one, so I can't wait to hear what these other two are. Well, that's, that's all you're
3: going to hear. Because
1: <laughs> that was the <laughs> end of them. <laughs> Bum, ba, da, but I
3: can tell you if you Google, uh, for example, the Persian and look at just the concept art of it, it's pretty cool looking.
2: Wow.
3: Yeah, I guess, the, you know, those ideas just never made it to fruition for whatever reason. But I'm kind of glad that it is how it is. And
1: Think about it, though. If those did come to fruition how amazingly themed would they be they would be yes. so bright beautiful colorful awesome they'd be you know everything that contemporary floridian and polynesian are today we would just have literally three more of them right well i'm thinking
3: more stops on the monorail less less efficient so
1: maybe you have an express like you do in nyc <laughs> get me to the goods
2: <laughs> well uh, venetian oh my gosh could have You know, the gondolas, it could be a a completely like um, waterway-based hotel, and that's how you'd have to get to your room, to take a gondola.
3: Ooh, I like that idea. That's Venice, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) With that said, here's the contemporary. So according to TikiMan.com, which is very resourceful, I might say, Walt himself had some say in where he wanted these resorts placed and why, and so... It seems so obvious to me now, at knowing this fact, but it's pretty crazy. So uh, the Contemporary was to be the backdrop for Tomorrowland, and the Polynesian was to be behind Adventureland. And so you'll see that's where they're oh. set up along the l- lagoon yeah. to mirror those parts of the park. So uh, it never occurred to me, although uh, it's not surprising that that was something that was thought out and planned.
1: Yeah, when you walk over that bridge, you can see the top of the... Polynesian for sure you know like in Mm -hmm. the distance it's pretty cool and then you can also see when you're going over to Space Mountain the top of the contemporary and it does look contemporary
3: yes it's very cool and so there's another makes perfect sense by Scott they got it there's another connection to Walt's vision when it comes to the contemporary and that's seen in his uh, vision and plans for Epcot and so in Walt's OG design for this experimental community of tomorrow he envisioned a hotel that was the centerpiece of it all now of course, Spaceship Earth was also the vision for the centerpiece of Epcot, but uh, the he um, also planned to have this major structure in the center, which would be the hotspot for shopping and dining and was to have a monorail running right through the building. So, uh, and the structure also uh, was to have a large open atrium, and that's kind of what we see in the contemporary today. The construction of the hotel started with an elevator shaft. And I have some fun facts about the elevator shaft, but I'm not going to get that get to that just yet. The shaft was up, and then there were 13 steel A-frames built around that shaft, forming a 15-story frame or kind of like a skeleton structure. While they were building that, construction workers were producing rooms for the resort off-site, kind of where Port Orleans is now. What? But they were, yeah, they were making these rooms assembly line style. And they were producing about 40 rooms a week, oh, like modular homes. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> and so once the rooms were completed, and this includes uh, not only just the the frame of the room, but they installed the bathrooms and the decor and everything in these rooms. So once they were once they were complete, they were pretty much complete and ready to go. They were hoisted up by crane and slid into the frame of the hotel like dresser drawers. Oh. Yes, and I know where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you know where I'm going with this. Maybe. Some believed that the rooms were removable from the main structure in order to assist with refurbishments. And then, you know, they were able to slide the rooms out, refurb them, and slide them back into place. But, um, you know, the, the rumor is that the hotel settled after being completed, and then they couldn't get the rooms out to achieve that, that, um, that plan. But uh, I read on Yesterland.com, they did like a super in-depth article on this, and they pretty much call it a Disney urban legend. Uh, They even go as far as to speak with uh, Disney historian Jim Corcus, And Jim said in the interview, quote, I've looked at paperwork from U.S. Steel, and U.S. Steel was the company that collaborated with Disney for the design of it all. Well, I've looked at these, this paperwork from U.S. Steel and Disney, including the numerous press releases during the Building of the Contemporary, and there was never any mention of rooms sliding back out. <gasps> and he continues to... Yes! <laughs> so it's false. He continues to make the case that this was not the original intention. No chest of drawers? No.
1: <sighs> For me, I think it would be so cool. Think about it this way. Like, oh no, we have a full hotel today. How are we ever gonna get all these rooms clean so quickly? You know, like have it be—I saying... know, like forever. Have it be removable oh. rooms, like instead of you have two rooms per slot, one stays in one, and now oh, they check out. A you clean, pull you know it out. Oh, I see. You know how much effort it. it would be to get know, a big crane. To but you think you can clean them? everything offsite? You know,
3: it could be efficient. No. Come
1: on. And then you're just swinging huge, like, forty-ton rooms above people's heads. Like, it's not a big deal.
2: Yes. That sounds crazy. <laughs> Maybe in disagree a movie, <laughs> in a cartoon. Well, I movie. see it like a, I yes. see it like
1: a Wally robot that just comes in and does it. No one even knows.
3: Right, and that's very futuristic. I could imagine, but also an eyesore.
2: And it's yeah, can you imagine <laughs> people watching like them take out rooms and cleaning them and stuff? <laughs>
3: or like there's people in there. Wait, right?
2: <laughs> I'm in the bathroom. When, Do not disturb us. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna stay another night. <laughs> Nope, not tonight. So, I said
1: 11 checkout, kid. <laughs> You're out of here.
2: That's a saucy maid.
1: She smokes a pack a day, don't get in her way.
3: No, she's a Disney cast member.
1: She smokes a pack a she's day beautiful. away from everybody.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and eats mints like they're candy. Sorry.
2: She makes paper, okay. she makes uh, swans out of towels. That's a specialty. That's a... That's a, a special skill.
1: I saw a pirate ship made out of towels Whoa. on the Disney Cruise Line, which to me
2: blew my mind. How do they know how to do that? You're getting a little out of control.
1: Yeah, I know. Too many animals out of towels.
2: Not enough, I say.
1: <laughs> the only one I got is the caterpillar.
2: Hmm.
1: You just roll it up. <laughs>
2: no. Stick an eyeball sticker <laughs> on it. That's
1: it. Bingo. We got some googly eyes and we're out of here. Yeah,
2: I always get the googly <laughs> eyes. Well, we always have like so a, a, a plush or two with us and then they always pose them accordingly. Yes. <laughs> and we're adults. Without children. Yes. They're probably like this little girl needs to do needs to have a Mickey Mouse.
3: you are probably like a like
2: caterpillar for these losers. <laughs> Get the googly eyes out. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just <laughs> no, think you're that fine. you should start pulling rooms out and putting new into everything. Well, who
3: knows? They uh, Well, now they can't change their mind. They're stuck right? there. That's but <laughs> But our request would be more, more animal, more... more towel animals. <laughs> 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 okay. So two buildings make up the contemporary resort, just to get us back on track here. Uh, the original structure and the Bay Lake Tower, which was completed in 2009. Is that on Bay Lake? Yes. <laughs> so it kind of straddles Bay Lake and Seven Seas Lagoon, the contemporary. We walked right by it, mm-hmm. kind of. So the main building is what holds the majority of guest rooms. Now there's another three-story uh, wing that holds an additional 250 rooms. So it's, it's a huge hotel, in my opinion. Um, the convention center was added in 1991, and that has 90,000 square feet of space
2: that's very big
3: not to be outdone bay lake tower is 15 stories tall
1: that's 150 feet thanks yes. andrew you're welcome
3: our local story specialist
1: at <laughs> a zero look
0: out
3: and now i said that the main building <laughs> holds the majority of guest rooms but this one i don't know i think they're pretty they're pretty square because bay lake tower holds all the timeshares specifically for dvc members um i couldn't really get like a a a sure number on exactly how many rooms are here um but according to wdwinfo.com temporary has a total of 1041 rooms um seems like a lot but then compared to some of the value and moderate resorts it's i don't i don't think it's
2: a lot which Packing is mind-blowing in. yeah
1: think about it. isn't the bay lake tower all suites you know so they have to hold what eight five to eight people per room
2: well some of the dvc rooms are just studios are yeah. they they come in studio, one-bedroom, two-bedroom, I think, yep. and more. Maybe? Three-bedroom?
3: There's, um, <clears throat> there's a skyway that connect, connects the main building to the tower. You can walk across, which is pretty cool. And uh, some of the rooms feature windows that show views of the Magic Kingdom. I know a lot of rooms in the Contemporary do, but it's said that you can watch the firework shows from some of the bathrooms in the DVC space. So in the Bay Lake Tower, oh. you can see fireworks from some of the
2: bathrooms
1: which hey, is pretty cool hey kid come in we're watching the fireworks
2: <laughs> well clothes pin i think i don't think i've ever stayed in a disney resort in which the bathroom had a window at all right yeah it's different yeah i haven't i think we've stayed we've stayed at a good amount of them too fair share mm-hmm. most of them i think except for you know a few select a few
3: <laughs> we'll get to that yeah <laughs> Okay, so now back to the elevator shafts. Um, And so remember how I said that the entire hotel was to be this beautiful atrium and it was constructed as an A-frame, so it was around this ginormous elevator shaft. And so the Imagineers needed a way to disguise the shaft so it wouldn't negatively affect the appearance of the hotel. So they commissioned artist Mary Blair to design a massive mosaic on the shaft to draw guests' eyes to the art and distract from the column's
2: main function.
1: That's so crazy. This thing is
2: beautiful. It's really, really gorgeous mural. Um, mosaic. I'm sorry. It's incredible. It's, I was
1: gonna say I don't remember seeing an elevator shaft. Like yeah, all I remember no is that, like that mural. It's gorgeous and it's such a like. Automatically, you just come in and look up and go, "Whoa!" Like, look how big that is. Like, "Whoa!" Look how tall the ceiling is. Like, "Oh, here comes a monorail!" Like. It's really that's really well done. Yes. Really well done.
3: Yes, and to, I mean it's so ingenious just to say, well, this is something that you know we want to try to disguise, but we're gonna hide it in plain sight almost. Yeah, so smart. So the mural is ninety feet tall, huge. Uh, Mary Blair. Nine stories. Yes.
1: Thank you, Allison. <laughs> I was snoozing <laughs> on that one.
3: Yeah,
2: we're all we're all experts now. <laughs>
3: So the artist, Mary Blair, was also the character designer for It's a Small World in Disneyland, took a year and a half from design to its final unveiling. There are more than 18,000 hand-painted tiles in the mural. It's based on Navajo and Pueblo art, so it's inspired by art of the American Southwest. And the mural faces the monorail, and if you look closely, it has a goat
2: with five legs near the top. I was going to ask about that. I remember seeing something about a goat. Yes. So, five legs. Where's... Wait. Uh, where's the fifth
3: leg? Somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess uh, the, the story is that uh, Mary Blair did that to honor the culture of the uh, Native American tribes of the Grand Canyon region, um, who felt that artwork could
2: never be perfect. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Like a, a hidden goat leg.
1: So, the color... That was pink it was actually made from gold
2: which, Ooh, is, fun a, which wow. is a fun fact there well
1: yeah. there's one of them just throwing that one in there i got a couple more don't worry like i said <laughs> pepper pepper
2: so it's a gold tile painted pink
1: the color pink was made from actual gold
2: <gasps> whoa for the tile. that's crazy so pretty though yeah i uh, so you may
3: be asking why an american southwest theme because i was i was asking yes because that was the original theme for the atrium i guess it was supposed to be themed like the desert southwest and in fact if you can remember the atrium is still named the grand canyon concourse (gasps) oh
2: yeah right yeah so why though i mean if this was supposed to be the tomorrowland hotel why this southwestern theme that's so right. crazy and things
1: that have never been done before and contemporary we're gonna have a monorail go through a building and we're gonna name it after something that a river ran through for millions of years ago
2: i mean it's very frontier land let's well, not poo-poo the grand canyon i'm not
1: poo-pooing the grand canyon <laughs> trust me
2: <laughs> better not be not on national park <laughs> day <laughs> definitely Ooh, not. sacrilege Ooh. i love it give me some bright angel <laughs>
3: But yeah, that was the uh, um, original plan, and I believe the uh, the color scheme of the hotel matched that of the murals, so it was very uh, very '70s, I will say.
1: Hey, Alice. Hey, Allison. In 1972, like? if you're gonna go visit the Contemporary, what would you pay for a room there? What do you think? You're a working-class gal, hanging out in the I city. Am.
2: Well, uh, maybe
1: $100 a hundred bucks a night. Hundred bucks a night. I didn't mean to say seventy-two. By the way, it was seventy-one is when it opened. But let's just say you know you don't. Well, you that don't, makes a big don't, difference
2: in inflation. You don't
1: want to go with the hustle and bustle. You gotta give it a no. year, make sure that all those rooms are perfect. You know. Right, so just right. so you know, anywhere from twenty-eight to forty-four dollars a night is how much it was. Oh well,
2: wow. I was I was overpaying. And the reason why you I, I got, got my two sleep- rooms,
1: <laughs> right? The reason why I got myself mixed up was because in 72, they started continually rehabbing eight rooms at a time because of how many guests that they were having that were staying at the hotel. So they were doing eight rooms <laughs> at a time to keep up with the times to make sure that everything was still contemporary.
2: Yeah. Were they sliding
3: them all out?
1: No. No. Remember? <laughs>
3: it's
1: settled. It's settled, remember. Allison.
2: No. It's false. It's <laughs> <That's> pretty sad. <laughs> um,
1: also, you can walk to Magic Kingdom from there, and this is my little tidbit. No one else can do this, but you can listen and tell your don't tell your friends about it. I mean, but uh, just have your get dropped off at the Contemporary, and then you just walk there. You don't have to worry about ticket and transportation center. You just go to the Contemporary and just walk.
2: Yeah, that that walkway. Uh, we utilize that walkway quite a bit. Uh, all our vacations, I know. I don't remember. I'm trying to think of what in what situations we would be doing this, but we would just take the bus to the contemporary and then walk. I, if like if a um, I can think of one, chef. Yeah, we please were... help me out, chef Mickey's.
3: You
1: need oh, that yeah. mile. yeah, we love need chef that Mickey's. Mile.
3: Yes. Well, and I think well, I just got uh, one more pretty some, fun fact.
1: Some guy, I think that some people know, specifically by a famous speech. Uh, he gave it at the Contemporary, and he said, oh, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. <laughs> that was at the Contemporary, wow. and that was oh. not Walter Cronkite. That was actually yeah. Richard Nixon. I
3: was going to say, they sound similar. No, uh,
1: they they might be, but, you know, similar <laughs> hair, facial features, but, you know, it's definitely two different people. <laughs>
3: similar. I don't think they
2: look anything else. They're both old dudes.
1: White old dudes.
2: <laughs> we have a lot of old white dudes visiting our podcast. Yes. Well, you know, Andrew. None of them are crooks.
1: They've all earned everything that they've got.
2: <laughs> well,
3: we didn't hear that from Cronkite. <laughs> Cronkite didn't need to say that.
1: Right? Please. <laughs> Cronkite, out.
2: But yes. Uh, let's... All right. So the famous I'm not a crook speech by President Richard Nixon.
1: Yeah, if I was sitting there listening to that speech, I'd have to go grab myself a water.
3: <laughs> yeah, and then lock the gate when it opens behind you. Oh, <laughs>
0: you got it! You got it! But you set me up there. Yeah,
1: I know. Knock them down. Knock them down. <laughs> <laughs> but Good also, one. I'd like to learn more about maybe some of the shops and restaurants that are located in and around there.
2: Well, I can help you out with that. No way! Sure can.
1: I mean, I know everything about him, but I'd like to relearn it once again.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, we... Uh, Lauren had mentioned this, but we've, we haven't actually stayed at the Contemporary. Uh, we visit there quite a bit on, on most of our trips because we love Chef Mickey's, which is one of the best character dining experiences, if not the best, on property. Yes. Um, yeah, so Chef Mickey's, which uh, they're calling it these days an all-you-care-to-eat buffet. Oh. For those of us, they want to try to not advertise all-you-can-eat. I know myself included, like, they don't to want take people advantage to... of all that I can eat. Really taking them up on that.
3: Yeah, they don't want people being, like, <laughs> challenge accepted.
1: Uh, uh, apparently Chef Mickey is my dad, because I care way too much. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, Disney describes Chef Mickey's as a bright, happy space, which I agree. I think it is a bright, happy space. Yes. Characters featured there for the well, I'm talking about the breakfast because we always go to the breakfast. But allegedly, they have a dinner. I don't know. Uh nah. goes nah. to dinner buffets? That's kind of weird to me.
1: Isn't that what pretzels and ice cream are for?
2: Oh, I'm not poo-pooing on it. No. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so the characters feature the characters you might. Get to meet during Chef Mickey's breakfast: Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Donald, Goofy. Beautiful, be- beautiful views of Bay Lake. You see the monorail going by, and you are highly encouraged to get up out of your seat and spin your napkin around over your head. Woo! Uh, which in every which seems like two minutes. Yes. Uh, do you guys remember the song? Wait. Um. Celebrate. Every we day's a party, party. Celebrate. celebrate, have a good time, <laughs> celebrate, wait, celebrate with Mickey Mouse, that's it's it! it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're big big Chef Mickey fans, uh, we make a point to get an uh, ADR way ahead of time for it, and we don't have one for our next trip, but we are, because we're doing Crystal Palace, very
3: excited. Wait, that. what did you say, ADR? That an advanced
2: dining reservation? That's what that is, Laura. Ooh. It's an advanced dining reservation. And it's almost a must. Like one hundred percent if there's anywhere you want to eat at Walt Disney World, you better have your butt up at the crack of dawn, one hundred and eighty days before your uh vacation begins to be online making a reservation. Yeah, that's such a good
3: tip.
1: When we went to Florida in March to hang out with my family at their timeshare outside of disney <laughs> i wanted to go there for my birthday my dad was like what do you want for your birthday dinner i was like i want to go to chef mickey's like that's it i want a brick <laughs> i want a birthday breakfast and we did it for the day of my birthday and the night before we were like up too late so we're, like all right got to cancel the reservation and then i went to like reschedule it and yeah. we're done
3: i couldn't reschedule it. oh yeah of course i High know well, you probably made some little kids
2: day yeah.
1: I, I hope so because i really ruined mine
2: <laughs> yeah those those character breakfasts are hot ticket uh, big time well, oh. i mean it's because of the scrambled eggs right or those right. mickey waffles <laughs> yeah or the uh, pudding and gummy worms oh my you God. guys
1: worms and dirt
2: get out of here okay chef mickey's you go and you eat this whole meal and then when you're stuffed and you can't eat anymore and you're on your way out and you just notice that the all oh my gosh i didn't even know they had this whole donut tower it's all <laughs> yeah. off to the side and behind everything. There's, um... All the sweets are, are like, hidden.
1: They gotta be up high. Think about all the kids. Oh. Take from the base of the donut tower... So... There's the whole tower.
2: Right. Uh, let's see. The Contemporary also has... Uh, what I hear is a great restaurant called The Wave of American Flavors. And I've seen a lot of good reviews on it. I've never eaten there, but... I think it's very popular because it's a uh, well-themed table service restaurant and it's moderately priced. So it only has like two dollar signs. And I think a lot of the food they try to source locally. So it has a lot of good reviews, like I said, and we should check it out one time. Oh, yeah. That yeah. sounds lovely. But the grand. Um, the main focus of the contemporary, the gem for dining is California Grill. So this is Whoa. located at the top on the top floor of the contemporary. It is American-style food. It is two dining credits. It's signature dining plan experience. So if you have the dining plan, wow. you'll be using up two of your credits, and but ooh. worth it, I would say. I did this. So I wasted two of my dining plan credits on this. And I'll tell you about that in a second. Wasted.
1: (laughs) Wasted. Well, we turns out we know how you thought of the restaurant.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Zagat describes this as, This fit-for-foodies upscale Californian on the 15th floor renders top-notch seasonal fare plus sushi in a sleek setting with a spectacular view you cannot beat for the fireworks. And while it has $3 signs, uh, I had a wonderful experience here. I thought, uh, well, I did it once when I was on the dining plan, and for me, uh, personally, I'm a vegetarian, so I don't always get the most for my money out of these things and definitely not uh, the best person to ask as far as was it worth it. But for me, I think the view is definitely worth it. Uh, but for, yeah. for my food, all I remember is, and, and this was um, a few years ago, so it, I looked at the menu today, and this item currently is not on the menu, but uh, I remember for my entree, was like one ravioli. <laughs> so like, maybe two, but the main, the entree, the vegetarian entree was like a mushroom ravioli or something, but it was just like one. Well, a mushroom <laughs> ravioli is singular. Okay. One. They weren't lying. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually, like to be honest, I can't remember if it was one or two, but I remember um, being like, "Wow, two dining credits and it's a ravioli." But it's um, a
1: credit, a ravioli.
2: <laughs> did you see? Did you see which Wishes when you were
3: there? Um, were you there for the fireworks?
2: Yes, we were. We had a reservation specifically for Wishes, and it was beautiful. Uh, if you want to see it, you know, just just seeing the view of the whole of all the property and Magic Kingdom seeing the fireworks from far away, it was, it was beautiful, but the the music uh, wasn't as loud as I wish it was, is because, you know, you're in a restaurant, and it's an upscale restaurant, there's a lot of people there dining, and people are talking, mm-hmm. not everybody has window seats, like, I think we had a window seat, which was awesome, wow. but, um, so the it music works. isn't as loud as, as I wish it were, but still, it was, uh, it was awesome time, and I saved my... Swizzle stick from my drink, which I think was a Cosmopolitan. Oh, mm. yeah, is that right around Sex and the City time? It was. Well, no, I mean Sex and City time for me went on way beyond when this show ended, which I think is two thousand three. <laughs> <laughs> this was two thousand and seven, I believe. So, okay, um, yeah, uh, awesome shops in the contemporary. I remember from when I was a kid that there was this really, really cool shop on the on the ground floor. But I think it's sort of not not the focus anymore. Uh, they definitely did some um, renovations. Obviously, they did renovations since then. But the, the main gift shop in the Contemporary uh, is Bayview Gifts. And it has so many different things. But um, fine jewelry and art. And I think our mom bought a bracelet there. Did she? I think she did. I
3: know, Andrew, this is where... the this- Site of where Andrew tried to win my mom over by, <laughs> by saying he would buy her a tennis bracelet from there even though he, he didn't really have the funds to back up that statement. And
1: I would ask Laura for a credit card so I could buy it. <laughs> no.
2: Oh yeah I so. will say
1: that gift store has a lot of limited edition pins that are pretty good and their cast members always have cast member exclusives. So if you're a pin guy, Go swing by and stop at the Contemporary. See what they're hanging on to on their lanyards. Heyo. Heyo. hey
3: Isn't there a gift shop called Fantasia Gifts? Or was that maybe the yeah. old name?
2: I saw a photo of it, but I can't confirm.
3: Hmm. Cannot confirm nor deny. Oh, another fun fact about the Contemporary, and I... I don't know, maybe you'll know this, Allison,
2: if it's still there. The arcade? Yes! On the lower level? The arcade is still there, and I was just... Yeah. I was actually just looking through my scrapbook of things from that that visit when we went to the California Grill, (laughs) (laughs) and while we were waiting for our table, uh, we went to the arcade, and you had to get a little arcade card to play, Mm -hmm. and um, I still have that, so... Oh, nice. But they do still have the arcade, because I I did see it while I was doing research, so yeah, they have an arcade also. And one more thing about the Contemporary, we can move on to the Poly, but... There is a butterfly garden out front, sort of um, a uh, little secretive thing that people pass by usually, but a little butterfly garden. Oh, that's so sweet. I never knew that. Yeah, it's beautiful.
3: Yeah, there's definitely a bad picture of me out there. It's probably at Mom's. When we're at the arcade and I'm eating this cookie with <laughs> Mickey Mouse sprinkles on it. Oh, hey, did someone take that shot in panoramic? Yes. <laughs> you <know> that. <laughs> Allison had this panoramic (laughs) camera and took about and this actually might be the same trip with the Toy Story parade
2: where you took all those photos of. I think it was (laughs) yeah do you remember those Kodak cameras they had um, that drop-in film and one of the options was for panoramic and I think I accidentally had the panoramic setting on for the entire role so I came back with a whole roll of panoramic photos including one of Laura eating a cookie at the contemporary well that's kind of fun
1: I just like the words, roll of
2: film. Oh, I love rolls of film. Right?
3: Yeah. Oh, sad story. I was in a uh, photography class in high school, and I remember we had to, our assignment was to take a whole roll of black and white film with our cameras, and then we were going to develop the pictures, you know, authentically, you know, not using a lab or anything, we would do it and develop it, put it in the developer or whatever it's called, I'm not really sure.
0: <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say that. Yeah, in the dark
3: room. so... I was going to Disney, um, and so I was like, "Oh, I'm going to take this roll of film with me, and I'm going to take all these great pictures." And so I did, and I thought I did like such a great job. And then I went and I put them in the whatever soak, whatever you had to soak them in for before you developed. I put it in there too long, (gasps) and they didn't. It didn't come out, and so I lost like. But I remember I took such cool pictures of like of the carousel and. I don't know, just a lot of fun. I tried to be artsy with oh, it, but oh, it's
2: terrible. Sad day. Hey, speaking of, remember we talked about how I went to space camp? Uh, I also had a similar thing happen to me at space camp. I, this was, um, just a regular camera with the, with the wind load film in the back, uh, and I took a whole roll, and then I was on the last day of space camp, and I opened the back. Oh by no! By accident or something, and uh, the re- whole world got ruined. So I didn't have any pictures from Space Camp.
3: Oh, that's such a bummer. There's
2: yeah, that was a little aside, but struggles kids today don't understand. I know, right? right?
3: <laughs> well,
1: where you had to actually wait and be like, "All right, this is picture worthy." Yeah, you know, I like, can't waste one on that.
3: I know. Now I have about a thousand pictures of the same float. <laughs> the same I know, parade. too. My, and I can't, you know, all digital photos I just won't delete because I'm a digital hoarder.
1: But we still look at them. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes.
3: At
1: least we use them.
2: You know which um, resort is always worth a photo?
1: Would it be the Polynesian? Sure would. Ooh. Oh, get out of here. Man, I know someone who knows like a whole lot about that.
3: All right. So along with the contemporary, the Polynesian Village Resort opened on October 1st, 1971, along with the opening of Walt Disney World. Um, As some of you guys might know, Walt had a special love in his heart for Polynesia. He and his wife Lillian first vacationed to Hawaii in 1934, and I think this is where he found his affinity for tiki bars and Hawaiian culture and food and the atmosphere. And so not only that, but American tiki culture started in the mid-30s Uh, However, it wasn't until after World War II, which was 1939 and 1945. Correct. (laughs) History major, where things really began to explode. So soldiers were returning from war. They had stories and souvenirs from the South Pacific. And it appealed to a lot of people as exotic and exciting. Um, Hawaii became a state in 1959. uh, So all things Polynesian were like super popular in the U.S. And of course, Gilligan's Island was another Popular show at that time. Polynesia was um, so hot
2: then, so hot was. right now.
1: <laughs> so hot right now.
3: <laughs> yes, and so yes, to say that it was popular um, while Walt Disney while they were planning Walt Disney World resorts uh, would be an understatement. Plus, many believe that the Enchanted Tiki Room attraction at Disneyland was Walt's personal favorite. In,
1: in the tiki 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 room.
3: In the tiki 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 room, in the tiki
1: tiki 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 room, all the birds sing words, and
3: the flowers croon. In the tiki tiki
2: tiki 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 room, welcome to a tropical hideaway. You lucky people, you get to stay. We should we need to have a whole Adventureland episode, but we do. Oh my
3: gosh. Okay, so the original design for the Polynesian Village Resort was to be about a twelve-story. High tower and kind of super fancy. Um, luckily, they changed that idea. They wanted to invoke a more authentic style to it all, so they went with the uh, long- series of long houses that were about two or three stories tall. Mm-hmm. Um, construction began in February of 1971, which was not a lot of time really. They're opening in October of '71, so yeah. not a lot of time to get everything ready. Cutting um, it close. And according started to started
1: in the same year. Yes. In February, and they opened in October. It's like six months. Yeah,
3: not man. a lot of time. Um, according to that wonderful website, TikiMan.com, they are putting the finishing touches to the hotel uh, the day it opened on October first, and paint was reportedly still drying as guests entered their hotel. Oh, oh that man. brown paint.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much brown paint. <laughs>
3: The, uh, the Great Ceremonial House is the main centerpiece of the resort, and that's where you check in and you access the monorail and shopping and most of the dining. Uh, it was built as an A- A-frame structure, so similar to the contemporary. Mm-hmm. Um, not as tall, of course. Um, and how also the sli- rooms.
1: I was going to say how they slide those rooms <laughs> in there. No. <laughs> oh, get out of well, here. Genius. okay.
3: They did not slide them into place in this structure. They were stacked up on top of one another. So interesting about Polynesian, <laughs> as opposed to the contemporary, is that the rooms were stacked on top of one another, and then the hallways, the frames, and the roofs were all built around the rooms. Oh. So there's really no way for a rumor to, to to uh come up about whether or not they could be removed from the structure. Squash that. Yeah. Yeah, right. So when the resort opened, there were eight longhouses on property and it contained about roughly 490 guest rooms. An additional longhouse was added in 1978 and two more in 1985. Also in the 80s, the name would change from Polynesian Village Resort to just Polynesian Resort. Mm. There are now a total of 11 longhouses on the resort property. There's Tonga, Aotearoa, Fiji, Tuvalu, Hawaii, Samoa, Niue, Rarotanga, Lao Tahiti, and Rapa Nui, hmm. which is the uh, name for Easter Island. Fun fact.
1: That was pretty good. You didn't do that too bad.
3: Yeah. Eh, Not bad. I worried. I worried about my pronunciation. Those but... are tough. <laughs> and in 2015, construction was completed for the new DVC-exclusive bungalows, and there are... Tw- of them, but they also added 360 DVC studio villas. And so it looks like the most recent uh, total room count is now up to 847 rooms.
1: We saw them in March. Yes. And they looked very beautiful. They did. They all were on their own pier and had like one main pier and then piers coming out to them like to walk to your own exclusive one and they looked like they were like 10 feet out of the water. Yeah, Really, really pretty looking.
3: They look like the bungalows you see in photos of uh, Bora Bora, French Polynesia. Oh,
1: nice. Oh, like Polynesia.
3: Hey, (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) The lobby in the Great Ceremonial House has always been striking. And up until 2015, the lobby used to contain a large cascading waterfall in the center. And I remember this so vividly. uh, The sound of water and birds. And it was so lush and full of plants and flowers. Um, and in fact, when they announced they were going to change it, uh, there was a change.org petition to stop the waterfall from being removed. Oh, I wish you would have um, signed that.
0: Right? Yeah. We really
2: could have made the difference.
3: <laughs> Sadly, it is no longer with us, but I will attest to the fact that the new lobby is, although waterfall, although Less. waterfall-less, <laughs> 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 it is more open and spacious and, uh, hanging from the ceiling, they have these really beautiful... Uh, glass light fixtures wrapped in rope, and then in the centerpiece of the room is a, a large tiki statue, and he seems to be like the new, the little mascot of the Polynesian,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and what I like about it is it's more open, I mean, you can see the, you can see the castle, you know, walking yeah. through the lobby now, that whole area is not blocked off, oh wow, it's just really pretty, and there is, uh, you know, a lot of plants and flowers still, not as many as there once was, but.
1: The memories I have of the Polynesian when I went there, I was four, so I don't have a lot, was my dad being very upset because he did not pay all this money to look at a parking lot. <laughs> um, so we Aww. went back down and they actually gave him a room that faced the water for the same price. And then they were so happy that we stayed there for another three days, which is really cool for me and my brother.
2: Oh,
1: neat. And the only, like, the only other thing I remember specifically about the Polynesian was we rented a boat, like a little jet boat, and went around on on the lake, oh, and then zooming around.
3: Yeah, right on the Seven Seas Lagoon. Yeah. Sorry, around. not on the
1: lake, on the lagoon. Wow. My apologies. <laughs> Pre alligators.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa! Shots fired! Shots fired! Ixne on the alligator. <laughs> say.
1: I just want to toot my horn and go out there and play with all them boys.
3: <laughs> Lewis, is that you? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, so one of the main attractions here at the Polynesian is the Spirit of Aloha Luau Dinner Show. Uh, The the (laughs) Luau... Sorry. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's a tongue twister. (laughs) The (laughs) Luau...
3: The show is about two hours long and it allows guests to watch kind of like an authentic Polynesian uh, display of dancing and uh, while doing so... They can also consume an endless amount of Hawaiian food, dot dot dot, family style. Whoa. So there are also unlimited drinks, which is nice. I did not know that. And uh, I imagine it well. We we have been to the show. I think we went twice actually. Um, but I yeah. I picture it to be the uh, similar to the place that Nani worked in Lilo
2: and Stitch. Is exactly <laughs> like that. Yes. In fact, so, so close was the experience that we had that i remember the waitress spilled drink on me just yeah. like love stitch. get out I of here yep yeah, that's that's so funny because
3: um just thinking about the movie you know how how prone to accidents nani mm-hmm. was or maybe that was just because stitch was around mm-hmm. but i was thinking it's it's uh, good you got off easy that only a drink was spilled on you because if you guys remember Stitch he stitched like chomped on Cleekly's head <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so at least that didn't happen <laughs> but yeah it's kind of uh, it's, I mean you know it's it's super authentic and there's definitely a lot of talent in that show I just remember being a little bored when I was a kid and I wonder it's probably because I was expecting the characters to be there yeah for sure and then it wasn't uh, the case. Mm-hmm. So, maybe I'd appreciate it more as an adult. Um, it does take, I believe, two dining credits. Yes. yes. For this. I, believe, I remember you're right looking on. into it. it, I remember
1: it was expensive.
3: Yeah, so it's kind of pricey. So, uh, if you want to sit closest to the show, uh, it's $76 for an adult. Wow. And four... 45 for a child. Childs
1: don't. <laughs> Childs. Jeez.
3: Children don't even drink. I know, and those poor kids, they don't even eat that much. You right? know how much can a kid really eat?
1: Ugh. And is it like an authentic luau, like yes. apple-in-the-mouth
2: luau? Oh, um. um... Well, that's like a pig I roast. Oh, okay. I mean, sometimes they're... they're...
1: I thought they went hand-in-hand. Hand. I mean,
2: sometimes I think they do go hand-in-hand. Hand.
3: I will say perhaps.
2: Hmm. <laughs> okay, so
3: speaking of food... Yes! Dot, dot.
1: Who doesn't like food, <laughs> am I right?
3: Am I right? You, You, got, you can get one of my favorite foods here at the hotel and that is a A pretzel well (laughs) one of my favorites not the favorite uh the dole whip can be found at the pineapple lanai and what's cool about that is they serve them in these little uh souvenir tiki bowls
2: Mm. so
1: so if you guys want to know a little secret here though a little andrew's fun yes yeah you can get it alcoholic
2: oh yeah Whoa. Yeah, you can
1: get an alcoholic Dole Whip. A
2: spiked Dole Whip?
1: A, a spiky yes. Dole Whip.
2: Oh my gosh. Crazy. Where'd you get that? Trader Sam's?
1: Same same place. You just tell him, Hey man, no, make I it think, adult.
3: I think you might have to get it at the
1: <laughs> at the, bar. the Tambu Lounge
3: yeah. or Trader Sam's. But it's possible. <clears throat> <laughs> so despite being able to get Dole Whips at uh, the Pineapple Lanai, the... Uh, restaurant ohana is probably the fan favorite restaurant at the polynesian i know a lot of people love this restaurant and this is certainly true of uh what allison said earlier about making sure you book your reservation 180 days in advance especially for this one because i know it gets super popular Mm -hmm. uh here in my notes i just have in all caps feast (laughs) for this restaurant because it is all you can eat family style uh lots of juice lots of grilled that juice is so good meats Oh, yeah, so the Ohana also does a character breakfast oh. uh, with Lilo yeah. and Stitch, and they serve that uh, that really tasty juice. Um, dinner at Ohana is, uh, like I said, a lot of meat. Uh, they have an indoor fire pit, which is the world's largest indoor oh,
1: fire pit. yeah. I know that it, it shouldn't be described as this, but the way that Ohana is set up is almost like a Brazilian steakhouse, where they yeah. have a lot of the meats coming around, and you can say yes or no, you get a pair of tongs, and they'll cut it, and you take it off. Yeah, the meat just floats around the restaurant. It's a big like the wine of Capistrano,
2: (laughs) the salmon Salmon. of Capistrano,
1: (laughs) the whiny salmon, the ones that cry. (laughs)
3: We're like we were watching Master Chef. She said salmon.
1: Salmon. (laughs) And we're like, you're out.
3: Uh, Also, in the Great Ceremonial House, you can find the Kona Cafe, and uh, the original name for this was the Coral Isle Cafe, and it features american cuisine with asian flavors um i remember going to breakfast here in the early 90s allison and uh this is where they gave out those kids breakfast menus oh with yeah picture of goofy on the cover and he's got the is, instead of eyes he has two eggs sunny side up on the on the menu and then you can even punch out your own pair of egg glasses to wear so that's always fun I remember that i
1: remember that <laughs> sponsored by Eggland's.
3: yeah was it no <laughs> well, no no <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the Kona Cafe is also a great place uh, to get some really delicious food. It's right in the center of the ceremonial house. But, um...
1: Second floor, right? Quicker. Yeah, second
3: floor. Sit yeah. down, though, still. Sit down. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Um, also, right next to the cafe on your way to uh, grabbing the monorail is the Kona Island Coffee Bar. And you can stop there for a quick pastry or coffee. Um... Hmm.
2: And then Ooh. on the same
3: level just outside of Ohana is the Tambu Lounge, and that's where Andrew and I uh, hung out for a little bit in March. We got some awesome drinks, and the bartenders w- were very nice.
1: And why were we getting those drinks?
3: Celebrate Andrew's birthday! Boop, boop. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is, this is a little sad to admit, but <laughs> while we were there, we didn't even realize that, you know, we were living it up in the Tambu Lounge. Didn't even realize that Trader Sam's Grog Grotto was <laughs> almost right below us. Huge mistake. But I will say that I, I believe that we were there a little bit earlier in the afternoon, so I'm not sure if Trader Sam's was open yet. Or at least uh, uh, that's what I'm going to tell myself.
1: No, we were. <laughs> it was a 5 o'clock wedding, and we saw the people walk around, so we had to be at the Polynesian around 2.30. Oh, it was after the 3 o'clock parade.
3: After the parade, ah, yeah. Poof. So I think, I think we were probably there right around when it opens. I think it opens at 4. But... Anyway, so uh, I read that uh, with Trader Sam's, uh, Disney was trying to uh, invoke an Adventureland theme, bring it back to the Polynesian, and so uh, this new place seems to be just exactly that. It's, it seems super, super cool from the pictures. Uh, it's modeled after Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar in Disneyland, and it's full of just uh, crazy detail, um, and it's rumored to have a bunch of cool Easter eggs, so I'm really looking forward mm. to going uh, and checking it out. I can't wait.
2: Yeah, um, for sure.
3: There's some cool special effects that are triggered when certain drinks are ordered. And there's a bunch of really cool um, souvenir drinks that are served in uh, souvenir mugs. An example mm. of one is a drink called the Shrunken Zombie Head. And it's served, served in a souvenir shrunken head. I need to get that. Oh my! <laughs>
2: God. It's a real
1: head, Allison. We can't. It's kind of crazy.
2: Well, Disney would do no less.
3: And also at Trader Sam's, you can get a, a drink called the Nautilus which is, uh, if you guys know, the uh, Captain Nemo's famous famous ship from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, it was a Gr-
2: grotto exclusive.
1: Ooh, sign me up. Sign me No, a... we're definitely
2: gonna go there when we go down. For
1: sure. Would you get a trunken zombie head, or would you get a Nautilus? I
2: would get both.
1: Ah, Whoa. bingo! I like where your head's at. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, I'm just so excited. Um, and me too just real quick lastly the resort has some pretty cool pools worth checking out uh, most notably is uh, the uh, nanea volcano pool hopefully I'm saying that correctly um, and that is where they have a huge volcano and a 142
2: foot water slide inside of it so
1: about 14 and a half stories
2: yeah oh, I think there's a yeah there's a photo of me on that slot coming down that slide in my 1996 atlanta olympic games swimsuit Ooh. <laughs> you remember that
3: laura yes and i was wearing that bathing suit with the flower with the sunflowers all over it yeah
1: there was like some... it was
3: yesterday oh yeah
1: i wish i had a olympic games bathing suit
2: you do. it was really cool
1: <laughs> there were some
2: was it? i wish i still had it i might i don't
1: know there were some big things that kind of happened at the the Polynesian. One of the one of the things were on December 29th of 1974 according to John Lennon's former girlfriend, Mary Pang <sighs> that he signed the paperwork there that officially broke up the Beatles.
3: <gasps> <gasps>
1: Blasphemy. Oh,
3: they're bad juju. Bad juju at the
2: Polynesian. Not in that uh, room. Who's Mary Pang? Right?
1: I was going to say. Oh. <laughs>
2: Now that's something we should do more uh, research She's on. She's the girl. She's a former, former Pre, girlfriend. Pre-Yoko. Yeah. Uh, I, but everybody, <laughs> blames, everybody blames Yoko for the breakup. So how come he was with this Mary Pang hmm. when they broke it up? It could have
1: been Mary Pang that is very close with him and still a friend of John's. And John Oh, said, a girl
2: who's a friend.
3: Yes. Just so happened oh. to be a former girlfriend maybe at one point or another yes
1: but could have been oh. that but also as Glad of
2: that up.
1: as of 2008 the polynesian resort is certified green lodging with the state of florida oh so neat. they're a green resort oh, i like that one thing that i think is super funny and definitely like disney-esque is they spent like four hundred thousand dollars on this like project it was absolutely crazy they wanted it to be so realistic that they wanted waves to crash up against the shores of the west beach so they tried to like they tried to make this happen by installing a wave machine in 71 so it actually never worked the idea was scrapped and then a lot of people on the internet believe that the entire wave contraption sank and then was abandoned at the bottom of the lagoon. But Whoa. it turns out that it wasn't abandoned at oh. the bottom of the lagoon. It <laughs> was there, but they actually, they removed it from the lagoon, but it was still a $400,000 scrap project.
2: Oh, wow. In <laughs> 71, that's insane. Right? That's so much money.
1: Oh, my God. Wow. Imagine like, all right, you're in charge of waves. It's like, it's just not going to work.
3: Yeah, and to think that you can't even, you know, you can't swim in the lagoon. You can't surf. I mean, I don't know, just for that, to front to that kind of money for just an effect as simple as, waves crashing ashore, I mean, that's how dedicated they were to, as Allison said earlier, just immersing people into the, mm-hmm. the whole experience.
1: And one thing that Disney always does with keeping up with technology that I forgot to mention when you were talking about the bungalows is there's actually TVs in the mirror.
2: Oh, of, oh In the bathrooms wow. of the bungalow. Fancy. Super cool. Right? Put that on the bucket list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow.
1: But yeah, that's that's about all I have for my my fun facts. That's the Polly? Yeah. The
2: poly. That's the Polly. That's the Polly. Right. All right. So I guess that moves. Um, I guess we'll then move on to the Grand Floridian, which opened um, on June 28, 1988. So quite some time after the other resorts opened. It was originally intended, as Laura mentioned, this one was going to be. Well, this was in the spot in which they had planned for the Asia Hotel. and Oh, no way. Yeah. So um, it was opened as the Grand Floridian Beach Resort. And then in 1997, they renamed it to the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. So it's a deluxe level resort um, described as Victorian elegance meets modern sophistication, which I agree. Ooh, this happens agreed. to be my favorite resort. Wow! Yeah, we were very lucky to stay there twice, actually, and I have beautiful memories of it. It truly is my favorite, favorite place um, to stay when I'm on property. Hopefully one day again we'll be so lucky and be able to afford it, but, you know, it doesn't come yeah. around all the time. It's very expensive.
3: Oh, well, I don't know. We haven't stayed at a Polynesian. I know. We're due for that the is my. It must be my, my personal favorite, I think. All right. I
2: love it Laura's next I guess so like let's let's keep talking about the Polynesian <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> there's so much more to say <laughs> yeah so yeah um, that's true The Grand Florian doesn't have a lengthy history or any architectural stories and secrets like the contemporary but it's my favorite and still beautiful they have um, in the huge this huge lobby um, oh also um, it's it was modeled after uh, the Hotel del Coronado in California right Laura yeah,
3: and I was uh, lucky enough to have seen that hotel once on a business trip. I was in uh, San Diego, and I just took a taxi over to Coronado Island because I wanted to see the hotel. And uh, yeah, it's uh, actually I have to say, um, although there's so much history associated with that hotel, it is not quite as striking and beautiful as the Floridian. So I oh. if you haven't, if you've been to the Floridian but not the Hotel del Coronado. Um, you will notice the differences uh, between the two. Uh, for example, the, the Coronado Hotel doesn't have the big, beautiful lobby like in the Floridian, and I think that's just a such a striking feature
2: that yeah. uh, the one in San Diego lacks. So. Well, this, this lobby is so beautiful. It has two gigantic chandeliers, uh, each weighing over one ton, 16 Whoa. feet tall, and each have... 44 candelabras on them with little lampshades on each one. Ooh. How um, many
1: luminaires are there? Oh.
2: Lumiers? 44.
1: <laughs> we present um, your dinner, your dinner, your dinner, your dinner. Sorry. see.
2: What else? <laughs> uh, Italian marble floors, stained glass um, domes in the ceiling. Those so are beautiful.
0: beautiful. Oh, so gorgeous.
2: There's a working cage elevator. You guys might remember. Yes. Uh, this is the only um, resort on property to feature the turndown service, which is very nice. They put a little Whoa. chocolate on your pillow uh, for when you come back from the park. You get oh. the, the two famous bathrobes in your closet. You uh, remember yeah. wearing those, Laura? Yes. <laughs> There's fountains all over the place uh, on the property of this resort. So beautiful. Uh, let's see, what else? There are 867 rooms. 25 wow. of which are suites. Um, some of the the famous the famous suites in the Grand Floridian are the the Victorian Suite, the Roy O Disney Suite, hmm. the Walt Disney Suite, and the biggest, best, most amazing suite, which is the Grand Suite. It is room number four zero zero one in the main building, and it has five balconies. Wow. It's 20, 2,200 square feet. What? yes wow. it's like someone's house uh i saw a couple tours of them and in, in on youtube and it's like you're entering like a new york city apartment like oh one gosh. that you just be like oh my gosh how does someone actually live here beautiful wow. harbor floors um and it's rumored that is where princess diana stayed when she visited
3: oh no, no, no. way that's awesome yeah. so if you're getting drinks at the at the pool bar you can just say oh put it on my my tab and in room 4001 <laughs> that's right that's me they'll be like yeah right kid <laughs> what name kid be like kennedy
2: <laughs> probably something like that so wow that sounds amazing yeah um you might remember uh some there there's the main building and there are five other buildings laura i was going to say you might remember we stayed in boca chica once <laughs> boca, chica. boca chica and once we stayed in the conch key right conch key yeah <laughs> And I, if you remember, I think it was the Boca <laughs> Chica. Uh, these these both do have park views, but we did not request a park view, but one of them when we were in. If you leaned up leaned real far over the balcony, you could see the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember that. So um, some other things that uh, the Grand Floridian has. Full service spa, health club, tennis courts, arcade, two pools, mm, uh, the Ivy Trellis Salon, which is, I oh. uh, have a little funny story about the Ivy Trellis Salon. I mean, I don't know who has a funny story about the Ivy Trellis Salon, but I do. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. So, <laughs> hear yeah, it. so uh, I, I kind of, I mean, i kind of been obsessed with the Grand Floridian since, like, forever. So, uh, when I was on, we hadn't stayed there uh, up until this point. Um, I guess we stayed there once in 2003, maybe, and 2006? Maybe. Anyway, yeah. so this was on my on my high school class trip, which was way before that, and uh, it was the day we were scheduled to go to Blizzard Beach, and I didn't want anything to do with my class trip. Um, I had I had friends, I had friends, but um, I didn't want anything to do with people I knew being at Disney World because I was I felt very protective of it. We were. Uh, had been going there since we were kids, and I didn't want people that I knew there to be there when I was there. So, anyway, we're at Blizzard Beach. I didn't want to, yeah. want to be at Blizzard Beach, so, um, I just left. <laughs> so, um, I just hopped, hopped myself on a resort bus to the Grand Floridian, and all by myself, cut out on the trip, and, uh, went to the Ivy Trellis Salon and got a haircut. No way! <laughs> Get <laughs> out of weird. Here. Like, what a weirdo! This is a good one. I don't remember. It was too short. It was, I remember it was being. It was too short. Oh, what a uh, what
3: a fun thing though. I mean, I don't know. When I was on my class trip, we went to Typhoon Lagoon for one day, and I hated it, just because I. It was like a cloudy day, and I'm not really a water park person. Yeah. I wish I would have had that idea. <laughs> Genius.
2: <laughs> it's weird. Um, you would never. What else? Oh, one other. Fun fact about the Grand Floridian, um, right around the time when it opened, my favorite band in the entire world and all history, the Beach Boys, filmed their Whoa. Kokomo video there. No way! Yes! Whoop, whoop. So, well, Brian way wasn't there, Cocoa, but Aruba, Aruba, Jamaica, Jamaica ooh, I wanna take it to Bermuda, Bahama, 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 mama. That's the one. No disrespect, Alright. Sure. Let's just start I think we should do voices. it again. Do you know it? Do you <laughs> recognize it? Uh, I recognize
1: it. So Oh okay. Carl
2: Wilson was at the Grand Floridian. Wow. I bet
1: he stayed in four Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah.
1: I bet he did. I bet he only used two of the five balconies. <laughs>
2: um Did you say did you say Carl Wilson? Yes, Carl Wilson. Uh, Brian wasn't invited oh. to record Kokomo, so it makes sense that he oh. wasn't in video
3: so his brother carl yeah yeah
2: oh. carl wilson is the beautiful singer you hear there. not doing the the verses but the chorus which I will oh, not sing. Okay. anyway anyway all right <laughs> uh, anyway we got you covered okay so dining at the grand floridian uh kind of speed through this a little bit um 1900 park fair beautiful character breakfast mary poppins alice mad hatter um, features a, uh, in that room there where they hold the, the 1900 park fair breakfast or, and they also have dinner with Cinderella. Now, there's a big Bertha Grand Oregon, which was built in Paris and is over 100 years old. Wow. Whoa. Uh, Citricos, which is American cuisine infused with Mediterranean flavors. I had Thanksgiving dinner there when I was on my college program. Uh-huh. I was very lucky. Not only did I have off, um yeah uh, for thanksgiving dinner time um but i had family visiting and it, uh, it was just um by chance uh so that was wonderful it was beautiful that's so cool
1: that worked out real well yeah i
2: know really awesome experience um, just
1: that you had off on thanksgiving that's unbelievable I know,
2: now andrew and i <laughs> cooked a turkey in a bag oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> i like almost poison on everyone a saturday i almost poison everyone <laughs> in <Chatham.
2: laughs> um, the uh, also, there's the Grand Florida Cafe, the Garden View Tea Room, Narcooses, which is a seafood restaurant with beautiful views of the Seven Seas Lagoon and Magic Kingdom, and a lot of people that go there to watch Wishes. Yeah, um, the infamous or should I say just famous Victorian Alberts, which has the chef's table where they sit you at a table in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, and um, it's a five diamond award restaurant one of the top restaurants in all of Florida kids under 10 are not allowed to go there' that is very strict dress code um, you can't uh, get out of there without paying anything less than about 185 dollars a person Wow and um, the t- um, top range I guess uh, for a chef's table with wine pairings is about four hundred dollars a person very wow. special occasion dining. so
1: anniversary or something crazy so it's a thousand dollars you want to go and do 20
2: plus then you got to give a tip i think I don't, it's a prefix yeah. menu, but usually those don't include tips so um okay uh, obviously you have monorail access which is awesome um i love taking the water taxi uh the boat ride from the grand floridian to but also stops at the polynesian yeah and you can take that to the magic kingdom which is one of my favorite things to do rather than i mean i love the monorail obviously but the water taxi is, is such a sweet little ride
3: yeah it's, it's so beautiful. peaceful
2: yeah. Very peaceful. Um, and uh, I also just wanted to throw in a little bit of information about the Wedding Pavilion, which opened in July of 1995. It's on Seven Seas Lagoon. You can have your wedding there, up to 250 guests. Um, it, it's just like a little extension of the Grand Floridian. Sort of, same sort of theming. Uh, when the Imagineers built and designed the Wedding Pavilion, they set it up so that there were two beautiful views of the castle One in which um, one of the views was right behind the altar, and the other view was around the corner, another direct view of the castle, where you could have a a little picture spot, private picture spot, for the bride and groom. Oh, wow. And has a private bridal vestibule, a footbridge, which leads to the wedding pavilion, so that after the wedding, um, guests line on the bridge to offer well wishes To the new couple as they cross over into their new life, which I can attest to because I was a part of um, for one of my best friend's weddings she had in um, Disney World and they got married at the wedding pavilion and I was in the wedding. It was such a beautiful experience. I really, I can't, I can't even describe it. Is is the most amazing, uh, one of the most amazing things I've ever been a part. Been so lucky to be a part of. Oh. Well, I could get a little teary right now. Such but, a um, magical
1: day in such a magical place. I can understand why you'd get so teary. It's so beautiful.
2: Yeah. Well, so Andrew and beautiful. I, when we were
3: there in March, one of the objectives of our visit to the Grand Floridian was to um, check out the wedding pavilion because uh, we are seriously considering that as one of our wedding venues. <gasps> Um, dun, dun, however it's so expensive oh it was so beautiful though um we actually did we were kind of wandering around while the wedding was kind of guests were making their way into the pavilion so it was kind of like well are we supposed to be here or <laughs> she had the horse-drawn
1: carriage though she it was did really, I and mean, it's it, air-conditioned it, it
3: was actually more of a uh, pony-drawn carriage
1: oh sorry oh. sorry sorry
2: my friend laura had the the carriage yeah. Cinderella carriage came in so
3: beautiful and i think they're remodeling the pavilion did you hear that they are
2: actually yes it's going to reopen in january i saw
1: that on instagram they were very excited about that
2: well i got to talk about my beach boys i got to tell my crazy story about the salon i think that's everything i have about the grand floridian i also i had to do some some crack research aka just zooming really close in on the picture of the vintage car which is out front of the grand floridian is actually a 1929 Cadillac. Whoa! Oh wow, yeah.
1: It's so cool.
2: I know. Well, I thought it was a Rolls Royce. Yeah. But it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> I had to. I had. I had to get some sort of confirmation before I. I said anything on this show and and um, uh, zoomed in. The license plate in the front says 1929 Cadillac.
3: Oh, awesome! Good detective work. Okay, so one more thing I want to say about the Grand, Grand Floridian is that um, for one of our trips, Allison and I. Uh, We're treating our mom to a trip to Disney uh, in the early 2000s, and we told her we were staying at All-Star Sports, or All-Star Music. Yeah. And um, (laughs) we went as far as to get on the Magical Express and make our way to the resort without her even knowing. And then all of a sudden we pull up to the Grand Floridian, and it was a big surprise, and she had never stayed there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. This This was actually... 2003, because it was the first time we have ever stayed at the Grand Floridian.
3: Yeah.
2: And we, we kept really playing it up, like, Mom, we're really poor. We can barely afford this. And she was so grateful. And we're like, all we can afford is All-Star. Not that there's anything wrong with All-Star, because no. I, I love all of the resource. Um, We were just doing something super special for our mom. <laughs> and then she started getting worried when the the DME announcer didn't say All-Star. And we're like, mom just wait just wait yeah <laughs> we're like don't worry about that don't worry about Qu- that quiet down back there <laughs> it was a special very special trip
3: yeah a little magical moment mm-hmm. so, she
1: deserves it
3: she does so uh you guys ready for the roundup are you ready andrew
1: well i think so there laura
3: <laughs>
0: whoa and the Come on and gather round Woody's Roundup where nobody wears a frown Bad guys
1: go running whenever he's in town He's the rootin'est, tootin'est, shootin'est, hootin'est cowboy around Woody's Roundup round So guys Here we are again at Andy's Roundup Where yes. I get to Pick some brains, ask some questions, and see what you guys got going on.
3: All right, we're ready. <laughs> so Tootin'. today I feel
1: like we had a lot of like really amazing, awesome information, a lot of great stories, a lot of everything. So I'm going to keep this roundup pretty, pretty clean and quick. All right. So with the theme of the big three, pick a monorail resort you would sleep in. A monorail resort you have to shop in, and a monorail resort you have to eat in, and they all can't be the same.
3: Whoa. So
1: you got to pick one, 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 and Whoa.
3: one.
2: Whoa. <laughs> all right. All
3: right. Um,
2: I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I'm going to eat for sure at Chef Mickey's because that breakfast is A-OK. I love it. <laughs> um, one of my favorite character breakfasts. Uh... I think I'm going to sleep in, um, hmm, let's see, maybe you can give me some uh, leeway on this. If I sleep in the Grand Floridian, can my shopping at the Polynesian take place at Trader Sam's? (laughs) Is that, can I use my shopping pass at Trader Sam's? Yes, I don't see All why right. not. They have All those right. souvenir mugs. This is yes. true.
1: You get the, you get a zombie head.
2: That's what I'm gonna just buy <laughs> a zombie head and hope hope they send me some uh, alcohol inside. Oh my gosh! Speaking of
3: shopping at the Polynesian, real quick, uh, remember when I begged mom to buy me that really expensive Hawaiian
2: shirt at yes, the Polynesian, and she did, and you wore it. And she
3: did, and I wore it the whole time.
2: It was a men's Hawaiian shirt. It was. <laughs> <laughs> we need to find a photo of you and put it on Twitter. <laughs>
3: like in middle school yeah what good was i you.
2: thinking good
3: for you, you gonna, <laughs> so
2: you're gonna do your shopping at that hawaiian church store
3: i think i might i might have to i'm a sucker for all things uh, <laughs> by an well, polynesian.
1: give me a palm yeah. tree on a shirt and i'm after
3: it <laughs> i'm all over it so yeah shopping at the polynesian i will say probably eating at the grand, grand floridian um i love 1900 park fair And, um, what's the other one? So you're going to sleep at the
2: Contemporary.
3: No, I, not the other hotel. (laughs) Sorry, what's Uh. the other restaurant in, uh.
1: Narcosis.
2: Narcosis, Citrico's, Victor and Albert's.
3: The one, uh, that's like, like next to 1900 Park Fair. It's like the, doesn't matter, sorry. Grand Fluting Cafe.
2: Garden View Tea Room.
3: Yeah, I'll say the Tea Room. It's got to be one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think I'm gonna eat at the Grand Floridian because I've never been to the Garden View Tea Room and it sounds pretty awesome. And late for tea? (laughs) More tea?
1: Why? A cup of tea? Why is a raven like a writing desk?
3: (laughs) Why is a raven like a writing desk? Why is a what? (laughs) (laughs) Just talk raven mad. Uh, and then, uh, lastly, I will sleep in the Contemporary because I had never stayed there before and the uh, rooms look very swanky. They do. So there you have it. That's mm. mine.
1: I would also rest my head at the Contemporary because I am old school Disney, I believe. Maybe old school Disney where you're in Disney for so long running around, doing as much as you can, fitting as much as you can in, Getting up at the crack of dawn, going to character breakfast, running around, getting drinks in the afternoon, going back, hitting up all everything, extra magic hours, and I'm out. It's just a bed. <laughs> oh, my mm-hmm. God. I'm so tired. That's why you're like, nothing against all-star sports. I'm like, all their beds are comfortable.
3: Oh, you know? so you, yeah. want, you want the last you? – I'm sorry. You want the first, first stop.
1: First stop. Get me right there. I want to go <laughs> yep. lay my head. Oh, all about efficiency. You, you know we're finishing with wishes, so – or the final kiss goodnight, but – um. I would shop in the Floridian because I could hold my head up high and my chin up high Ooh. Mm-hmm. and go and say, what limited edition pins do you have, Monsieur, <laughs> madame? <laughs> I'm looking for an there. LE 200 or less. And they'd be like, right this way, sir. We have big pins. and Is that I was, how Whoa. it works? That's how it works. You just go and you wave your money around and say,
3: Pin
1: me, please. Pin me. Garcon. Garcon. <laughs> what pairs well with this uh, m- piece of Disney history pin? Oh, the 98 Bordeaux. <laughs> so I'd, I'd like to feel classy and go shopping at the Floridian. Right on. And um, I would definitely eat. At Ohana, either the character breakfast, because we've had it, and I've had so many memories there, and it's so great with Lilo and Stitch, Ooh. but I I know that the vegetarians will shake their heads at me, but I've never eaten at Ohana's for dinner, and I'd like to see how it is. Oh, yeah. I've never had it. There's Just no like shame in Just like the tea that. room. I'd like to go to we, Alice's tea party with you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one new thing that they have at the Grand Floridian is a free wishes party at... Um, right outside of the Gasparilla Grill, which is their quick service restaurant. And it's, it's Alice in Wonderland themed. They have all kinds of like Alice in Wonderland chairs, and they sell Alice in Wonderland cupcakes and stuff. No way. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh, that sounds awesome.
3: That we sounds definitely so have cool. I
0: love that. I
3: know, and it's free.
2: That's crazy. Wow, that's yeah, super cool. they have super fun furniture, and people are dancing. I think they have a DJ, Laura.
3: <gasps> oh, my gosh, I'm a sucker for a Disney dance party. Oh <laughs> I know. Oh, get me in there. Last time, when we were actually at Magic Kingdom in March, we danced our hearts out at the uh, Incredibles (laughs) dance party
2: uh, in Tomorrowland. Man, those Incredibles can really bust a move. Oh, man,
1: can they?
3: Wait, so nobody said room 4001 at the Floridian.
1: Nope, we're all business.
2: Sleeping is just such a, a small part of the Disney trip. This is true.
1: It's probably a quarter of the Disney trip. You know what?
2: Shopping isn't a big part either. That's true. That's why I made my shopping into a drinking experience. <laughs>
1: but I would like to say that we do rally our entire days around dinner. <laughs> oh, for well, sure. love that
2: food. Oh, yeah. That's why that 180-day mark
3: is so important. No. Well, that's why you walk about 10 miles a day, so you gotta...
1: You know, it's an ADR, no big deal.
3: Yeah, you gotta keep the energy up.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you guys for answering my on-the-spot question there.
2: Andy's round up! Great question! It was awesome. Thanks,
1: guys. Yeah, good question. Man, I I learned so much today about everything I already learned.
2: Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> no fun, no new facts for you.
1: Oh, there were. Uh, I'm not <laughs> a was... crook.
2: Just... It's so nice of you to sit back and let us have our five seconds of know it allness I'll tell you what: a <laughs>
1: a minus. You guys did good. Oh, a minus. There's A-minus. room for improvement. I'm just kidding. A plus, <laughs> you guys. You know that.
2: All right, all right. So. Um, social media you can find us pretty much everywhere. Just do a search for Disney Philhar Podcasts. You'll find us, it'll come up for sure. <laughs> I'm not gonna go out and give all the handles out because uh, chances are you found us via one of those and you're already following us. This is true. So And thank you. Thanks guys. Yeah. Hey,
1: thanks for chatting today. You guys are great.
2: This was awesome. Yeah as always. As always.
3: Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Now we have thanks. to say that
2: every time because she appreciated it. Thanks, Betty.
3: Uh-huh yeah all right let's sign off you guys oh boy thanks for listening everybody
2: thank you guys
3: until next week toodles see you real soon ttfn bye bye bye
0: Thank you.